0: Welcome to the Inner Source Healing Podcast, the program about healing from toxic abuse. My name is Deborah Ashway. I'm a mental health therapist and a licensed clinical addiction specialist. But I also have been where you are now and have experienced the devastating effects of toxic abuse. It has been a long journey through the path of healing. But when we finally awaken from the trance that we so easily fall into around toxic people, life can be absolutely amazing. It's like you can finally breathe, live, and experience life in full, vivid, extraordinary color. I want to help people get there by healing from dependency, codependency, trauma, and abuse. The healing process brings us through long standing perceptions that have held us back. From experiencing a more fulfilling and meaningful life. What about when the narcissist apologizes? What about that? Sometimes the only thing that we want from the person who hurt us when we're in a toxic relationship is an apology. That's it, that's all we want an apology. We might even be able to somehow manage to coerce one out of them or maybe they actually realize that they've gone too far and they offer one up or so we believe. Is it an actual heartfelt apology? Is it an actual apology or is it an attempt to smooth things over to get back to the way things were, which is with them in control? And how do we know the difference? In this episode, we will explore the ways to tell if the apology is genuine or not. And we will look at what is behind the apology and the different types of fake apologies that are common among toxic people that they tend to use. And we're going to look at what to do. First of all, remember that people with limited empathy have limited ability to feel what others feel. And so that means that their primary focus is on their own image. So the chances of receiving a genuine apology from someone in the cluster B personality spectrum are very low. Taking responsibility for their actions is pretty much the opposite of what they wanna do. Instead, they typically shift the blame outwardly so that nothing is their fault. Their methods of doing this include techniques that cause confusion, deflection, invalidation of your feelings, perspective and or experience, minimization of their actions, or complete denial. There's many ways that they avoid responsibility, and somehow they manage to give us the appearance of an apology without taking any responsibility, which is what leaves us feeling even worse and hopeless. Remember that the focus is always on them. Their apologies are Are really rooted in fixing their supply and satisfying their needs more so in honoring your needs or making you feel better they cannot and do not understand how you feel so why do they even apologize well there's a couple reasons they want to repair your image of them because remember they need attention they need admiration So if they were caught doing something that puts them in a bad light, they don't want to be in that bad light. They want to repair the image that they created for you. Apologizing, may it might actually help restore their image in their mind and maybe in reality. They want to appear like a genuine good person. Like, look how good I am. And another reason is they want to regain control. Remember, they also need power and control. So if they apologize, now you owe them forgiveness. And they can then begin to reestablish the trauma bond. You will let your guard down when they apologize. So it's also another manipulation tactic or another tool in their control box. Once they apologize, it's kind of like, oh, well, I apologize, we no longer have to talk about this. So they're sort of seeking relief from the situation that they got themselves into. They want to move on, and they want to have you forget all about their misdeeds or their mistakes. And it also might be an attempt to gain the advantage. An apology can really open up your receptiveness to them. Sometimes apologies, especially confusing ones, can wear you down, again, giving them the advantage. And so they also appear to care about your feelings. They apologize. It looks as though they have genuine feelings, like they're an actual person with empathy and feelings. Um, Another reason that they apologize is because sometimes they fear abandonment. Abandonment, if that's one of their things, tells their ego that they're unworthy. Remember, it's all about their ego. They would rather be the one to do the abandoning than to be abandoned. So they would rather be the ones to leave than be left because their ego can't handle it. If they can apologize, they can turn it around. Maybe eventually they will be the ones to leave you instead of you leaving them. How can you tell if it's a genuine apology? How do you know that the apology that they've given you is genuine or disingenuous? Because sometimes it's difficult to tell. So there are signs to look for and patterns that you can recognize. And there's also distinguishable commonalities with fake apologies. You know, I always talk about the energy, like follow the energy. Go back to the way you feel. You're generally going to have an underlying feeling of frustration with fake apologies or what I've heard called faux faux apologies, kind of like that. You're not going to be able to pin down exactly why you feel this way, but you're going to have a feeling of either frustration or discomfort or you'll you'll be unsettled in some way. There's going to be a strong feeling that their words don't match their feelings. Go with your gut on that. Sometimes the apology will feel forced or too quick, like they just want to get it over with and move on. And also look for incongruences in the verbal and nonverbal messages. For example, if they tell you how sad they're feeling, but yet they have no other signs of sadness, or they might even appear to feel something entirely different, like indifference or anger, or they, or maybe there's even a slight smirk on their face. That is incongruent. Their body language is not matching what they are saying. After a fake apology, you don't really feel relieved or like the issue was actually resolved. Their apologies feel disconnected or insensitive and sometimes even downright disrespectful. You will later know for sure that their apologies didn't hold water because similar arguments will continue to resurface even though they may have made promises to change. We're all susceptible to falling into the trap of self-blame after a while of being with somebody who's toxic and after a while of being on the receiving end of fake apologies. So it helps to keep track of when they apologize and your feelings about it. You're going to begin to see patterns. Start naming the different tactics so that you can more easily identify them and avoid falling into the trap over and over again. After a while, you're going to realize that you are not the cause of all problems, and you're going to stop wondering if you're the problem, or if only you just did something differently, then everything would have worked out, and you're going to realize that there's a large part of this that has nothing to do with you. You're going to take less and less of the blame, and you're going to begin to regain confidence in yourself. And here's a few of the typical types of fake apologies that have labels so that it can make it'll make it easier for you to spot the first one is called blame shifting and that is kind of the fundamental of all of their apologies really is just to get the blame off of them but it looks something like I'm sorry that you feel that way I'm sorry that you can't handle jokes so look for the word you in these apologies Um, that will come up a lot and look where the focus is is it on you Or is it on them? And, remember, check the way you feel. Do you feel like you could have done something different? Somehow be different? If you feel like it's your fault, kind of look into that. This might be a form of deflection, of putting this onto you. Nobody needs to apologize for the way you feel. So if you hear, I'm sorry that you feel that way, they can't apologize for how you feel. Only you can apologize for the way you feel. I'm sorry that you can't handle jokes. Again, they're apologizing for you, not for themselves. Another one is called causing confusion. And this kind of goes along with all of their apologies as well, almost. This could be in the form of a complete lie. It might look like an actual apology. You'll want to believe them, but at a deep level, you know better. Because what they're apologizing for might either have nothing to do with what you're feeling upset about, or they might completely twist around the entire situation to make you think that whatever happened that you're upset about never happened. So whenever you feel confusion, remember, um, that's probably not a genuine apology. Another one is called empty promises. This is a big one. You might not feel it or see it at the time because you want to believe it. You want so badly to believe that they are going to change. And these empty promises kind of look like or sound like, look, this will never happen again. I promise or I will start going to therapy to get help or I will start sharing the workload or anything that that promises something or I'll never cheat on you again or whatever. Anything that gives you an overload of promises, just be aware of that. I I know that's what we want. We want to hear that. But just use caution with that one. Um, It might be accompanied with something like gifts, gift cards or flowers or something like that. Sometimes they're a little bit over the top. Uh, Sometimes they might be genuine, you know, from some people. I'm not saying that all promises are empty, but certainly it is a... uh, it's a red flag, at least a caution flag, if you're in a relationship with a toxic person. Another one is deflection, and this is similar to blame shifting. Deflecting always diverts the focus off of them, either through a change of the subject, or they turn it around onto you like they do um, with blame shifting, where they bring up the past and maybe loosely related events, where they bring up other people's flaws, Or, and they might even use some flying monkeys, which means they've, oh, well, nobody else thinks this way. Or, I'm sorry that you think the same thing about me that you thought about your ex. Uh, Anything like that is deflection. It's the same, it's similar, they're just taking the blame off of themselves. Another one is called invalidation. And this, this apology manages to invalidate your feelings and make you feel bad for even having feelings or needs. So I'm sorry for once again, hurting your feelings. That once again is slipped in there, which implies that you are too sensitive and that your feelings get hurt all the time. And, or I know how sensitive you are and how quickly offended you can be. That's kind of invalidating your feelings. Like you're too sensitive and you're too quick to be offended. Or I should have remembered that you need extra attention Or that you need to be treated with kid gloves because of your sensitivity so anytime that they're invalidating your feelings i'm sorry but you shouldn't feel that way it can be in a lot of different forms but when you feel like your feelings are invalidated or that you shouldn't be having the feelings or the needs that you have um, that's a sign of invalidation minimization is another one i'm sorry but i just didn't think it was that big of a deal so they're minimizing what they did Or, I don't even know why you're so upset, but I'm sorry. Or, uh, what am I not allowed to feel that? Where they start asking if they're not allowed to be or do or say or feel a certain way. Or, nobody else thinks this is a big deal. I don't know why you think it's a big deal, but I mean, I'm sorry that all of this is minimizing. Or, I've never had anyone get offended like that before or by that before, and that's just not normal. That's minimization. That's... um, You know, minimizing what they did. They're trying to make it seem like what they did wasn't that bad. Another one is conditional. A conditional apology. I will apologize for this if you promise to never ask me about that again. Or if you promise to never bring up my... Fill in the blank. My mother, my brother, my ex, whatever, in conversation again. Or I will apologize if you promise to never treat me like that again. Or never treat me like I'm stupid. Or... Never ask me a bunch of questions because you know how angry that makes me. So that's all kinds of twisting in there. You know, I'll apologize for this if you promise to never or please, or I'm sorry, but please don't ever. Anything like that. There's a condition. Um, another one is the give and take apology. I'm sorry, but anytime you follow anything with the word, but you have just negated everything you just said. So when you hear that, I'm sorry, but that word, but just takes away that whole first part of the sentence. They're obviously not sorry. I'm sorry I lied, but I knew you would overreact. All they're saying is I knew you would overreact. I'm sorry, but I did what anyone would do or I did what I had to do. Again, that word, but it's the the words I'm sorry are irrelevant. I'm sorry, but I'm not perfect or I'm sorry, but you're being too sensitive. So not only does it negate their apology, but these types of apologies, they serve as excuses. They're excuses. And you might wanna say, are you apologizing or are you making excuses? You might not wanna say that because it might actually make them mad, but think that in your head. Another one is called the fake front, which is an appearance of an apology, Without taking responsibility. Again, this could cover almost all of them. But it's more like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Which is kind of what we talked about. It looks like an apology. It sort of sounds like an apology. I'm sorry that my words hurt you. This one also depends on the tone of voice. Um, And if they leave it at that, it's sort of half an apology. But remember, they cannot apologize for the way that you feel. And they need to take a little bit more responsibility for the words that they said not just a general blanket it's kind of like let's just get this over with I don't know what words I said I don't really care sorry they hurt you I mean that's kind of what it is another one is perspective twisting where they apologize but they try to twist it around so what I said was and then they give you something else or well you misunderstood me i'm sorry that's that was a misunderstanding that never happened that's a tricky one because it sounds like an apology but if it doesn't match what you're feeling or your memories of it it might be perspective twisting um another one is the forced apology it's kind of like i'm apologizing so that we can just move on Okay. All right. You know what? If that's what you need, if you need an apology, then I'm sorry. Can we just move on? That's kind of like an, uh, like a forced apology or, um, I was told to apologize. So I'm sorry. Or if I don't apologize, then I guess I'll hear about this forever. So I'm sorry. Or I guess you're going to force me into an apology or I guess you're just not going to let this go. You're going to hound me until I apologize. Okay. I'm sorry. I said I was sorry. That's a forced apology. Obviously, an empty apology means nothing. And there's the overgeneralization apology, which is the blanket apology. Kind of like, I'm sorry for the way things are, and I'm sorry that we can't have a better life, or I'm sorry that you can't always do what you want to do when you want to do it. That The last one, there's a combination of deflecting and... An overgeneralization but if it doesn't include what they did which it's very unlikely to include what they did since they don't like to take responsibility um, sometimes they just kind of overgeneralize and again overgeneralization look for words like everything always never um, sometimes that's an indicator sometimes you're not gonna see it like I'm sorry for the way things are that's just The way things are. That's not really accepting any responsibility. Um, The other one is the anger apology. And kind of sounds a little bit like the forced apology, you know. uh, Sometimes you can have a forced apology without anger. But the anger apology is more like, get off my back. I said I was sorry, okay? Or I'm sorry that you have it so rough. But you're going to know anger apology when you hear it because it's going to have anger in it. So that's your starter list um, of disingenuous apologies or fake apologies, apologies that don't actually mean anything. They're not real. So then what is a real apology? What is a genuine apology? There's three things that you want to look for or three things that make up a genuine actual apology. Those are the three R's. Recognition, responsibility, and remorse. The three R's. If you don't get those, it's not a real apology. It doesn't hold water. So number one, recognition. That means they recognize that they did something that hurt or something that caused pain or that they did something that wasn't right. They recognize that. Number two, responsibility. They accept responsibility for what they did. They also communicate the understanding of the emotions resulting from the wrong. They take responsibility, taking responsibility. Number three, remorse. That means empathy. Empathy comes with an offer or an attempt to right the wrong or to make amends. They feel bad. They want to do the right thing. They feel remorseful. So if you get those three R's, then that's a genuine apology. Then you can move on. That gives you the ability to move on and leave it in the past. Each party feels heard and understood and accepted and safe. Safe that it's not going to happen again. Safe that they understand how they made them feel. Here's what real apologies don't contain. They don't contain conditions. They don't contain blame or blame shifting. They don't contain confusion. So if you feel confused after an apology, that's not an apology. And they definitely don't contain anger. An apology doesn't contain anger. So these are the fake apologies versus genuine apologies. Um, Continue to create your own list, collect it so that you know for sure when you're getting a real apology and when you're not. And in the next episode, we're going to cover what to do, what to do when you actually get a fake apology. There's a couple things that you want to do and there's plenty of things that you don't want to do. So please stick with me, subscribe, um, and check back and Uh, We'll continue to get through this together. Like I said, I've been through this and I help a lot of people get through this. Um, It's a tough journey, but it's worth it. I promise. Thank you for listening to the Inner Source Healing Podcast. It is important to give yourself the self-compassion that you deserve and remember that your feelings matter. If you want more information or want to contact me, please visit my website at www.InnerSourceTherapy.com.